Welcome everybody back to the board YouTube channel for pick and roll. This is your daily NBA betting show on weekdays where we go through the NBA slate and try to find the best bets for you to make courtesy of Pips NBA here. My co-host, make sure you follow him at Pips NBA on Twitter for additional stuff. But we had the full weekend to marinate that bad beat against Keldon Johnson. We'll uh, talk about that in just a second here, but we're going to start off the show a little differently and get right into the picks to make sure that we can lock in the best prices that are available. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us in for a brand new week here. There's two plays here. Uh, we are a little out of sorts because of the time zone change. Uh, people in the chat remember that it's typical twice a year. Well, actually, it's four times a year because the problem is uh, Pips is in Croatia. I'm in Canada. Because European clocks go back earlier, this week is a strange one where Pips is going to be on a bit of a different time. But my clocks will, the clocks in Canada will change and uh, North Bay will change on Sunday. We'll be back to normal for us. But for you guys, it remains the same. Let's go to the picks that we have over here. So first of all, we are going to the Bulls and Pacers game for a Bruce Brown under. Going back to the unders for this week. And we have Bruce Brown at minus 125 at BetMGM for 13 and a half points. I've seen this one also if you're able to shop around here. We like to give a widely available price at a widely available book like BetMGM, like DraftKings. However, uh, if you want to shop around, you can find this at 365 for 120. You can find this at BetRivers for minus 122 at the moment. So great chances to find some other numbers by using um, an odds comparison tool like BetSip. It took me... Two seconds to pull up the Bulls and Pacers and see who had the best line. Use the link in the description, betstamp.app slash the board to always find the best available prices. But our second pick isn't SGP. It's Pistons at Thunder. A little bit weird for prices. I'll explain in a second here. But it's minus 105 currently at BetMGM and could also be available at DraftKings. It's Cade Cunningham over five and a half assists and Shea Gillis-Alexander 25 plus points. So why it's weird. MGM, we have this no problem. DraftKings in U.S. apparently has a minus 105. DraftKings in Canada, which I have access to at the moment, is at minus 125. So if you are in Canada, bet this at BetMGM. If you're in the U.S., we imagine that you are able to get this at minus 105 at MGM or DraftKings. So a bit of a strange one there. But regardless, that's the price that we like here. Let's go to back to that first pick, Bruce Brown Pips. What are you liking about Bruce Brown and his matchup here against the Bulls? Yeah, I mean, like, it's tough. Like, for first game of, of the season, uh, he had the tremendous game. He scored six threes and didn't do much besides that. He ended up the game with 24 points. And a huge outlier. In the next game against the Cleveland, he had only six points. Even though he played 32 minutes. And I somehow... Expected the the today's game against the Bulls to be close to that uh, game uh, he played against the Cavs than it is against the Wizards. That Wizards game was two hundred three points game, huge pace. No one played defense. It was like a pickup game where Bruce Brown scored six threes, and I think he won't can come close to that throughout the, the rest of the season. Yeah. So the next game, he only shot one three against the Cows and scored six points. I think something similar. Uh, Cow, uh, uh, Bulls don't have a good backcourt defense. 
in the starting lineup, but then coming, Tory Craig coming, and Jerome Carter coming. So Bruce Brown will get that matchup for like half the game. And on the other side, Bruce Brown is probably guarding Zach Lavin the entire game. So I wouldn't be surprised with some foul trouble or even exhaustion with, with trying to guard the opposing best player. Three and a half too much for me in this kind of slow-paced games against the Bulls. And also, I expect Bruce Brown to be average like the season. So 13.5 seems a bit high. What, what do you? Sorry, you cut out there. What do you expect his average to be this season? So expected average for Bruce Brown, in my opinion, should be like 11 to 12 points a game during the season. So 13.5 in a slow, slow game, low score, lower scoring game, then the, the opening season should be a bit of a reach. So I like the, the, the under. Okay, good to know on that. Bruce Brown under 13 and a half. Let's go to the second play. As I said, once again, it is at SGP minus 105 odds. Cade Cunningham over five and a half assists. Shea Gildas Alexander, a popular player on the show, to say the least. Love betting on Shea to go over his numbers. We have him 25 plus points. Talk us through this Pistons Thunder matchup. So the so first, uh, we had three games of Cade so far this season. He covered this line in all three. Second game against the Hornets, he was fouled out and still covered this line in 24 minutes. And the last game against the Bulls, he had 10 assists. So his numbers look great. And he will have a matchup against Lou Dort. And and just run off on people. So I, I, I think we'll see some driving kicks from and the second part of this bet is Shea. And yeah, he had a terrible game last night. But it was a blowout and he didn't play huge minutes. And knowing Shea, he will look heavily to bounce back from the embarrassment last night. So yeah, I just think uh, anyone top Shea. I mean, Lavin scored 551 last night against the Pistons. Looking to bounce back, clear this line in like 85% of the games last season. Pistons overall, pretty good matchup, and it should be a close game as as, as the Thunders are on back to back. Okay, so there you have it. Um, interesting handicap on motivation there for Shea. Really poor game last time out. Did he did he end up getting 10 points? I saw there was a threat he wouldn't get to 10. Seven points on so this is the first time i think i saw in 75 games shea did not crack 10 uh, an interesting little piece of information from the other host on the other the board show here uh kirk evans that we have on our thursday show he was on a circles off episode last week on uh, the circles off channel which is the hammer's educational content division but what i'm going to say he said that motivation is an underrated part of handicapping in the nba and Here's a good little example, perhaps, why we could see that. Shea coming off of a really bad game, looking to bounce back, well-rested in the in the back-to-back setting. Um, you mentioned that you think motivation plays a big role in betting the NBA? Yeah, sure. And I watched that episode and I completely agree with Kirk. On... It's so huge. Narratives in the NBA works probably great. 
we have some so many examples of, of it when players are just going for it against X team that they live on a bad terms or that didn't play well against them or like Scotty Barnes playing against Nick's nurse and just <laughs> being the best player on the court and <laughs> so much so much stuff like yeah like uh watch me I'll show you I, I'll show you I, I'm better stuff like that like right it, it's always happened like Wendell Carter it's interesting against uh, the Bulls it's always like I think he played an average like five points more than his usual average and there are some stuff there are some stuff yeah like, for sure it, it, it's tough like you said like you just kind of have to know you just have to have that that kind of sixth sense to know what motivational tools will matter for a player and what won't and you need to also take that and make sure that the lines aren't adjusting for that so like I don't know, NFL example, or like even NBA, like late season player incentives. If a guy has a certain percentage from three or hits a certain amount of threes, obviously he's going to be streaming. But people, people, everyone's going to know that. So it's going to adjust. So check his uh, technical I think, line and I, how it looks different. Yeah, Kirk said also one of the great stuff. And that's like when Mikael Bridges played all the games through the season. Yeah, yeah. Game of the season just for him to play only 10 minutes. And if you had like, like, just trying to look at AGP and you'll get probably like plus 500 and the chance of him resting is probably over 50%. So you are getting great return on that right. stuff. Yeah. That, that perfect example. Um, let's go to the recap of the last play, uh, last the Friday's plays just to, uh, <laughs> just, just cause we have to, we have to reminisce about what happened. So it was very close to a three and O day. Uh, Pips's head is in his hands right now. It was a two and one day. It was a winning day. Shangun Vassell, no problem on the SGP. Uh, we had the Celtics and the holiday play, which was, yeah, wasn't as sweat free, but it was a, a comfortable, a, a good win on the SGP where we should have had a third comfortable win was Keldon Johnson under 19 and a half points. He was under that to- under that total. I think he's at 16 at the end of regulation. So a small bad beat is the game goes to overtime, which is never fun for an under. But he also would have stayed <laughs> under 19 and a half. And I'll show you the play that cost us the bet. Uh, if you guys are in audio, I apologize. But uh, quickly here, small screens to avoid any issues with YouTube. Um from our friend at Prop Bomb, was our NBA pregame show, uh, uh, preseason special. Here is the play. So I'll, I'll set the scene. Three seconds left. Spurs up by two. He plays for the Spurs with three seconds. The Spurs of the ball is three seconds left. All they have to do is just, just play out the clock. And he gets the ball. <laughs> the dunk in the last second of the game. So the... Not only does he like dunk it unnecessarily at that point of the game, clock could have run out as well before he actually got to the rim to put it down. Uh, yeah, the, the comments here wanted to hear, uh, <laughs> they want to hear your commentary from Badger Boy. I want to hear some scathing Pips commentary. I'm sick as well. You got to talk to us about it. So, first of all, I fucking hate my Rockets, they, they, they just failed me in that game. Like, Completely failed me. 
had a chance to close the game, and Jabari Smith was shooting free throws, and he missed both. And then when has the game with some crazy floater, like unbelievable stuff. And then Jabari Smith opens wide, misses wide open three to win the game. And then we go to Dorothan. So Jabari Smith ruined the game for our bet like twice. Because he was guarding Bambi and like terrible stuff. And then we get into the overtime and it's okay. Keldon got some, I think. And we, we go late into the game and Rockets needs to score. Jalen Green scored to cut it down to two. And there is like nine seconds left. So one logic thing should be you need to foul. And that's it. Like you foul, they miss the free throw. Logical. And the worst thing is they try to foul. Like Keldon Johnson was fifth player. They tried to foul previous four, and they failed. And then out of everyone else on the court, Kelton Johnson received the ball in the in that part and just wide open dunk. He decided to go for it. That's also a thing. Even if they foul him, he's not a great trip. He'll probably score and miss second on purpose. Yeah. Or even just miss one. Like, so many outcomes, and we got the worst one. And I always just repeat for for fucking this up like it was in our pocket and then they decided to fuck up yeah um I, I, I'm sure many of you have seen the end of the Bulls Raptors game which was same night that was a personal one for me as a Raptors fan also not, not that nobody not that anyone care uh I lost the underplay because of DeRozan missing three free throws and the Raptors not being able to close out a game not being able to inbound the ball successfully to a teammate uh, with two attempts to do some last 20 seconds. Yeah, that bad, bad night for sports. Um, that was just crazy. That, that loss there. Um, you said you tech, what did you, let me find exactly the words you used when you texted me. You said we might had the worst loss on our show picks ever. And then sent me that video. Um, it's tough. I don't know if anybody else recalls a horrible beat, but that's the worst we've had. For sure. It is. Um, Let me just say this for our followers. Like, what is it with Tyler Hero that he looks like a fucking all-star whenever we are not yeah. in his points? Like, yeah. even in, like, tough matchups, he's scoring 20-plus easily. Like, Yeah, you, you texted me as well during the game. You're like, Hero, 12 points in first seven minutes, five of eight against Drew and Celtics. What is, like, this dude? I don't know. We're always we're always finding good lines on Hero. We're always getting cursed by Tyler Hero and a little bit of a Kelvin Johnson curse. But guys, uh, as much as the bad beat and the Hero bet uh, and the 0-2 first day, it's it's a winning start to the season. Uh, uh, over, uh, we're plus just a bit over one and a half units. So um, a fine start to the week, fifteen percent ROI. Fine start to the season. Uh, we're hoping to improve that with today's picks. Two plays for you guys today. We have the Bruce Brown under 13 and a half points, minus 125 at Bet MGM. And we have the SGP here, Cade Cunningham over five and a half assists, and Shea Gillis Alexander, 25 plus points, minus 105 at DraftKings in the US, not in Canada, and at Bet MGM. You want to add something? I also want to say, like, stick to the channel. We'll have a big SGP 
short format. Yes. So I think you'll explain that the best. Yeah. So, 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 so starting this week, we're going to add in an extra little bit of Pips picks to the channel on Mondays and on Fridays. We're going to, me and Pips are going to record it right after this. We're going to do a big SGP for YouTube shorts. You'll also be able to find it on the Hammer HQ, Instagram, and TikTok. But we're going to do a big SGP. So big SGP probably like plus 350 or more, typically around 400, I'd say, is the odds that we're looking for. So that's twice a week. Um, not the kind of more you know, sharper plays we'd see on the pick and roll live streams like this. But Pips obviously looking for some sharp reason behind these plays. But it's a little bit more of a recreational sort of play. I think it's fair to say. And just looking for a little bit of extra fun for the Mondays and Fridays. So keep a lookout for those YouTube shorts and also the reels and the two. I don't think I'm selling it short, am I? Yeah, stuff for sure, but I'll still make profit on it. So just tune in and scale the stuff. <laughs> I didn't mean I didn't mean it like that. I was just saying it, it's it's uh, more appealing uh, as a recreational piece of content. I'd say if that if that makes sense. Yeah, sure. So that's what we have uh, coming out later. Let's say uh, we'll decide. I'll decide today either 1.30 p.m. or 2.30 p.m. Eastern time. I think 2.30 is probably a good way to do it every week. So that would be uh, in five minutes. That would be two and a half hours, depending on your time zone. So thank you, everybody, for watching today's show. Again, we have that SV coming later. We have the rest of the week of Pick and Roll and the Thursday show with myself and Kirk Evans. Get subscribed to the Board YouTube channel. Drop a like if you did enjoy. Follow on your favorite podcast platform. If you're listening in audio form, by the way, Take a minute to rate and review five stars to support what we do here at The Hammer. Me and Pips will be back tomorrow, same time. We'll see you again very soon. 